Welcome to the Talk of Sykeston. I'm Glenn Cantrell, and today we're going to talk about an initiative that is on the ballot this coming Tuesday, and that is the uh, initiative for the tax levy increase uh, for Sykeston Public Schools. And they are seeking um, to... uh, you know, get this tax levy in order to build a couple of new schools. We're going to talk about why and ask uh, questions to the co-chair of the committee uh, that was given the responsibility, basically, to try to get this passed. Uh, her name is Katie Meredith, and Katie, thanks for being on the show. Yes, thank you for having me. Um, yes, and I am um, a co-chair with Cooper McKelvey, and he, he's sorry that he couldn't be with us today, so... No, we totally understand, and it's getting crunch time. You guys are busy. But before we begin, I have to say this, uh, just so that there's uh, transparency, uh, I am on the Sykes and School Board. Uh, so I am one of the people that, you know, approved to do this, that uh, talked with you all about being co-chairs and have been a part of the process. So I always like to be transparent when I have somebody on that I'm in- involved with that particular thing, um, just so people know. Um, so with that being said, Katie, let's talk about uh, – uh, this um, initiative that is on the ballot on Tuesday. And the first thing that I would kind of like to ask, and, and I don't know uh, if anyone's asked you this question, um, but um, you were approached to be co-chair uh, of this committee. Uh, it, it, is, it is a large task. I mean, it really is to do all the things that you guys uh, have to do or have had to do, and, and especially in the midst of the extra time to campaign. I, after being asked, like, what <laughs> I hate to see say this word. What compelled you to say yes to do uh, to take on such a responsibility? Um, I, well, I think um, I think kind of three things. Um, the first being my kids. Um, I have two sons and a stepson that are in buildings all throughout the district, and so you know I have kids going, getting ready to go to Lee Hunter Elementary, and then I have a student that's at the high school. So um, that was the number one reason, and then um, number two. Um, I was a teacher um, in Sykeston um, back at the very beginning of my career, and so I've seen firsthand um, some of the facilities that these teachers are are charged with, you know, teaching today's youth in the buildings and the challenges that these facilities bring. Um, And then I think the third thing is just my pride in the community and in Sykeston, and I feel like there's so much positive momentum in Sykeston right now with the hospital and downtown Sykeston and you know we have Southeast Missouri State we have Three Rivers there's just lots of lots of good things going and um, I, I really feel like it's the it's the school's turn and, and we can do this and, and wing was such a positive thing and I really just am, am grateful to be a part of something that hopefully keeps that momentum going. I know you guys have been really busy just talking to different groups and organizations, having town halls and all sorts of things. Um, you've been asked a lot of questions over the past few months. Um, and, uh, you know, again, your time has been extended due to the COVID-19 stuff. Um, yes. That's been an added challenge that you all have had. Right. Yes. <laughs> so how... Uh, how do you deal with that? I mean, give us some insight into a campaign like this when you have to extend, essentially, the campaign for by, what, about a month or so? Um, yes, we were originally supposed to vote on April 7th, so actually closer to two months. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, I think kind of the way that we looked at it was, you know, even for ourselves personally, I think everyone was kind of just on pause for a while, 
you know, um, whether it, you know, because you've got your kids at home and you're trying to work from home and you're homeschooling or, or your business is, you know, functioning in a different way. So as a campaign, we kind of took a moment and, and just kind of hit pause because it, it wasn't what was on the forefront of anyone's mind and it didn't necessarily need to be. Um, so we do feel like the timing um, has kind of been a blessing because we are hopefully kind of starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel and able to maybe kind of unpause our lives and start to see glimpses of the reality that we know we will get back to. And um, with that reality, um, we're reminded and, and come back to, you know, the need that we have, you know, for, for this to pass. So, you know, we, we kind of hit pause and let everybody kind of catch their breath and kind of get through this. And, and we know that it's not over and, and that we're, we're still kind of in the middle of it. But we are kind of, you know, lifting our heads up and looking to the future. And, and that's kind of gotten us to where we're at. I would say today. Well, and I think one of the things, too, that you all have done uh, with the recommendation to the board um, is to delay some of how this is going to be implemented because of COVID, because of the economics that have been going on within our community and our country and so on, um, so that it's not all coming this particular year. Right, right. That was, um, that's something that, you know, Everyone's very aware of the economic impact that this has had, and so I think that's something that was that was a great you know gesture from the district. That's like you know, hey, we can we can we can push this off. They figured out a way to make it work to be able to defer the selling of the bonds so that the impact isn't felt to the taxpayers until 2021. So I, I think that's something that's very beneficial, um, and and hopefully will give people a chance to be able to to kind of look a little bit into the future and and know that things will hopefully be that much closer back to normal by then. So, And, and I think something you kind of alluded to uh, as well is that, you know, things still continue. Life still goes on. We still have a school system that's going to be back to normal at some point this, this next school year that's going mm-hmm. to have the kids in these buildings, and these are buildings that uh, – that really need some something done, whether that be a yeah. brand new building or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. There's a need there that is still there, regardless of what's happening, you know, around us. Yes, and I, and I think that this opportunity, you know, has kind of provided a little bit of a unique perspective um, for parents, especially who have been charged with, you know, now all of a sudden you're at home and you're, you know, you you've got your your kids at home and they have lesson plans and they have assignments and they have objectives that they have to meet and assessments that need to be taken and all of that. And so I think that it's kind of given parents maybe some insight into what a teacher's job is day in and day out. And I've had I've had several people say, oh, my gosh, I mean, you know, we all know that teachers have one of the hardest jobs in the world. But, <laughs> you know, now as as parents, we're like, oh, my gosh. So it's kind of just reminded us of, of how hard teachers work every day to do their job and for a lot of people, I think it's kind of been like a, oh, my gosh. And so when you when you think about the job that these teachers are doing and you're reminded just of how difficult it is and then you, you think about the facilities that we're asking them to work in and, and to do their jobs in, I think that this has offered an interesting perspective because it, you realize how difficult the job is. And then when you think about the conditions of these some of these buildings, it's just it, it really makes you it really makes you realize the need, I, I think. So let me throw some rockets at you, because I know you've had plenty thrown at you over the past few months. 
because um, I've I've seen some comments and I've seen and I've talked to people and I'm I want to ask you these questions. I don't want people to tune in because I'm on the school board think that I'm I'm just doing an infomercial here. I, I want you to answer some questions that have been in the public as well, right? Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> so let's start with the with the something you just mentioned in the condition of the buildings. The condition of the buildings because why? Because we did not keep them up. The condition of the building because of just time. Like why is it that that they're in such bad re- repair or, or bad condition that we need to tear them down and build new. Okay, well, well, the first thing is just simply the age. I mean, Lee Hunter was built in 1954, and C Building on the high school campus was built in 1960. Um, if you look around the community of Sykeston and you look at buildings that were built during that time frame and you think about ones that are still standing and still functioning as public places, you can count them on one hand. And those have undergone major, major millions and millions of dollars of renovations. Um, so just the, the, the fact that they are, they are so extremely old um, and just outdated. Um, and, and when you talk about things being built that long ago, you, you talk about things like outdated heating and cooling systems. You talk about things such as not having the capabilities for the updated technology. You know, we've got classrooms in, in C building who have um, two, two electrical outlets for a classroom of 30 kids or 25 kids that are needing to charge iPads or, or whatever. And, and then you have um, the, the safety factor, which is something that, you know, when Lee Hunter Elementary was designed in early 1950s, um, that was a very, it was a very modern state of the art facility. All the exterior doors and, and everything was, it was very modern. Um, and, and in this day and age, it's just simply not practical. Um, from a safety perspective, um, they don't have, we know so much more now about structures that are required to protect students and staff during inclement weather. Um, and, and these structures, these buildings are just not structurally sound. Well, and that's always the first question that we hear. You know, well, you haven't done a very good job of, of the maintenance part, and we try to explain. I don't think you understand how much money is spent trying to keep these buildings up based upon, not because we didn't take care of them, just because of the buildings and the age. And it's, the building and it's, it's the building and the age and the, um, just the, 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 the systems that they were built for you know, we're, we're so outdated. And another good example that I heard, you know, that we've, we've talked about is the, the walls in C building, how they don't go all the way down to the floor. Um, and that's a huge safety risk. Um, it's also a huge distraction for teachers. And it's a, it's a big reason why that building is no longer sufficient. And it, people say, well, why can't you just fit, fit the, fix the walls, make the walls go to the floor? But when that building was designed in the 1950s, that was part of the, that's that's part of the central return air. So it's something that can't just be fixed with a band aid. You know, I mean, it's it's a whole entire system for the building. Um, it, it's just outdated. Because so. once you change that, then you got to change heating a system. Then you got to change other things, and the the it just keeps mounting. Um, you have you have uh, you have buildings that were built on flat concrete slabs that have plumbing and heating and cooling underneath the ground that have over time through condensation and moisture sunk down. You have major major moisture issues. Um, you, you know, I, I do agree. The maintenance department, the district has done a great job of doing what they can with what they have, um, and, and it's you know you, you can you can only you can only band aid and maintain for so long, and 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 we're just well past that point.
Today we're talking about the tax levy initiative that's coming up on Tuesday, and we're asking questions to Katie Meredith. Katie is the co-chair of the committee that was given the task to to inform and to try to get this passed for Sykes and Public Schools. And as I mentioned in the first segment, I'll mention now again, I'm on the school board for full disclosure and transparency. Uh, But I do am trying to ask questions, though, that I, I think that people... Uh, want to know. And, and we talked about the first main one, which is, you know, the, the building factor and, and whether or not they were maintained properly and things of that nature. I think the one thing that I want to focus on now, Katie, if I, I might, is how by building new buildings, C building and, and Lee Hunter are the ones that we're really talking about here. Mm-hmm. How does that help with safety? Several ways, actually. Um, we can, let's start with C building. Um, C building is the math and or, um, the social studies, English, language arts also has the library. When you walk out of A office, the cafeteria, it's directly straight behind there. As everybody knows, our high school is an open campus. Um, recently, the math and science building was moved. It's over to the right. And what they're going to do is they're going to put this new C building kind of in between the math and science and the A building. Um, and they're doing that in an effort to kind of keep the flow of students and the flow of traffic um, to kind of block it in. They're kind of, kind of trying to contain contain students there on that open campus. Um, as far as Lee Hunter, um, I think I mentioned it has over 20 exterior doors, um, which is astronomical. Anytime, anytime a kid has to go to the nurse or special class or to the lunchroom, um, they have to walk outside. So um, moving to a to a new building would would be extremely more safe. There's there's going to be two sets of doors. People are going to have to be buzzed in through to gain access to the building. Um, I mean, 20 doors. That's that's just crazy to think about. Mm. Um, both of these buildings, the new C building and the new Lee Hunter, would have what they're calling a hardened surface room, which would be a place that students could get in in the case of inclement weather, which is which in most of the time in our area is a tornado. Um, I know in C building now, I think that's the boys and girls restrooms. So you can imagine the large amount of students that they're trying to cram in there. And in Lee Hunter, um, it's back in kind of a little classroom bathroom. They're trying to get all of their students in, um, in the event of a tornado. So um, both of these new buildings, the models from the architects, provide ample space for students to seek shelter um, in the situation of, of bad weather. So, um, I mean, safety is just kind of on the forefront of everyone's minds and just the updated security, the cameras, the the having to be buzzed in, the doors that can automatically lock down with the push of a button. Um yeah, there's there's just lots and lots of there's gonna the comparing and contrasting between what we have now and what we would have with these new buildings. Um, actually, you should go to our website schoolsforsykeston.com and and we have some compare and contrast of of what Lee Hunter currently looks like and then what the new Wing Elementary looks like and and it's shocking really to see to see the difference. Um, also, too, if you go to the website, you can put in your tax information sort of and see the calculation of what your new taxes would look like uh, once everything is fully implemented right correct yes there is a tax calculator on there and you just need to take your sykeston r6 line from your personal and property tax receipts and plug that in and that will let you know what your 
proposed incre- increase would be um, when it takes effect. Let's let's talk about the the tax part of it. I don't want to get into calculations and and I don't want to have to get my calculator out. <laughs> but um, you know, as far as the increase, um, you know, this really isn't a a large increase. It it looks like it on the surface, but once you do the calculations, it really isn't that much. Right. I mean, we've we've had people say that they've done it for their for for themselves or their family, and and it you know it, it equals out to you know a couple hundred dollars a year. And if you break that down by, you know, day or month or week, um, and I think the question that you need to ask yourself. I mean, we're not saying that it that it's you know something that's not going to be felt. I mean, it, it's an impact that people are going to feel. But I think I think the important thing when you're talking about the impact to you and what that's going to look like is you just have to you have to ask yourself. You know, what's it worth for me to know that I'm investing in something that's going to bring, um, you know, so much to our community? Um, it's going to, I'm going to know that these kids are going to a safe school. I'm going to know that these teachers are going to have the state of the art technology and facilities in which to do their jobs. Um, I think it's, I think that's a question that you need to ask yourself on Tuesday is, you know, what's it worth to me? And I, I do encourage you to look at the tax calculator and, and to break it down. Um, and yeah, I think, I think most of the time when you look at it and you, and you break it out by month or week or however, um, and then I think if you ask yourself, you know, what's it worth for, for me to know that these kids are going to be in a safe school and that they're not walking outside on the ramps and that there's not walls that don't touch the floor. Um, I think it paints a pretty clear, clear picture. I think one of the things that you kind of mentioned, too, just now that we kind of talked about and, and sometimes we think about but not thoroughly is the space for the teacher and, and what this means for them. And I don't know how long – listen, I, when I went to Matthews for the uh, uh, the town hall thing, mm-hmm. like I remembered Matthews a whole lot differently when I went there than what, mm-hmm. what as I walked in that building. I was like – Man, it seems like it was a lot bigger back then. <laughs> but you know, right. when you're a kid, right. you know, of course it looked it looked bigger. It's it's, it's a lot smaller. But you know, um, people who went to Lee Hunter or have just been in Lee Hunter, um, mm-hmm. and then have been in Wing. I mean, the difference is night and day. Yes, and 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 there's a there's such a sense of pride with the kids at Wing. We've heard we hear that over and over. You know, they they want people to come and see their new school. They're very, you know they're 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 so happy with the fact that they have a gym go and play too cold out or that it's raining you know they don't have to wait on the lunch shifts to be over and the tables to be set up they have a stage that they can do their that they can do their musicals or their plays or their family nights um so yeah it's it's a i think i think you see the impact even in this even in the pride of the students and then this also creates something within the community as well. So when Wing opened up and we saw people going through Wing and they were like, wow, this is amazing and so nice and so much better, the, the pride it creates in the community, and that has an economic impact on our community as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think the reality of it is, you know, when you're we're, – we're, we're doing all these things to to build the you know for the economic development in Sykeston. We're trying to bring in all these new businesses and all these new restaurants. And and the reality is when you when you have these people and they're coming to a new town and they're looking around, they want to see the hospital, they want to see the churches, and they definitely want to see the schools. And if you drive them by Wing Elementary, it's impressive. But if you drive them by Lee Hunter, it's disheartening. 
um, and, and it doesn't make them feel like there's um, a lot of support in the school system because I think people question, you know, why, why is the school, you know, why is there such an old building that hasn't been updated? Um, I think you you think about updating these schools and you think about these people that are going to be hopefully coming to Sykeston and choosing to raise their families. You you update these facilities and you have people who have grown up in Sykeston and maybe gone away and they're, you know, they're, now they're professionals and they're looking at bringing their own young families back to town. And knowing that Sykeston has chosen to make the investment in these schools and has chosen to say, yes, you know what, we're going to better ourselves and we're going to better our schools. Um, as a young adult, as someone looking to where I want to raise my family, that's a choice I would want to see a community make. You want to see your community support your schools. And, and I think I said this before, there's so much positivity in Sykeston right now um, with, with the economic development and downtown and our association with the universities um, and so much positivity. And it, it really is, it's the school's turn and it's time for Sykeston to step up and support our schools. And in turn, um, it's supporting the community as a whole, as you said. Well, Katie, thanks so much for being on the show, and good luck on Tuesday. And, you know, of course, obviously, I, I hope that it passes. And uh, you all have done such a hard, have had such a, a tough task and have worked really hard, and we really appreciate it. And I thank you again for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Glenn. That's it for the Talk of Sykes. And don't forget to catch us uh, on our Facebook page and uh, on iTunes, all, where uh, all podcasts are available. Always a pleasure having us, having you on the Talk of Sykes. And I'm Glenn Cantrell.